Where is now the wherewithal to carry on this podcast? Worldly cares ride roughshod over both my head and heart. Disordered lie the elements of this podcast, erratic and uncontrolled. Yeah, we're introducing this with a few lines from Kalib, the Urdu poet. He says, uh, Where the parting, whither the union of the days of yore, those days and nights, months and years, are alas no more. Yeah, there's just not so many years left anymore. <laughs> Who has the time for amorous sports like playing tennis of the days of youth? Yeah, who has any time, really, for amorous sports? Yeah, we don't have time for amorous sports. That's why we're so serious in this podcast. Who has the time for amorous sports of the days of youth? Gone the craze of gaze at beauty. Yeah, we the days of even having a craze at the gaze, to gaze at beauty. Gone the craze to gaze at beauty. Enter charms, explore. It fed itself on someone's thought, which is now a dream forgot. Whither is fled the light of thought? Whither gone the glow? Tis not an easy task. To weep tears of blood profuse, the guts have lost their former fire. You don't have the fire you used to have? I mean, I thought you still were a fury uh, tennis player and you had the guts to do this podcast. Yeah. The heart lacks the strength of your, but my heart is lacking the strength. Of... Wait a minute. You're supposed to beef up your strength in this podcast. Yeah. You should be coming stronger. Has Strength has nothing to do with age. Uh, you should be totally enlightened and an absolute power. While heart lacks the strength of your, we have stopped frequently now love's gambling floor. Where is now the wherewithal to carry on this sport? Yeah, it's hard to get the wherewithal to carry on. Huh? No, it's not hard. Stop saying that stuff. Why are you so negative? It's not hard. We have stopped frequently, my now love's gambling for. Where is now the wherewithal to carry on the sport? Where is it? Uh-huh. Then carry on. Don't ask where it is. Okay. Worldly cares ride roughshod over both my head and heart. Yeah, the thing is that if the worldly cares weren't riding roughshod over my heart, and I had some chocolatey, which she did get, deliver some chocolate. Yeah, but there's worldly cares associated with having a, and a more, having a wife. Oh. Over both my head and heart, do I have the temperament to do such fretful chores? Yeah, and she even suggested uh, doing cleaning up of the old family house. And he's going to go to Ohio and clean the house. But do I have the temperament to do such fretful chores? I don't know if I have the temperament. My limbs have grown weak. Yeah, and I had like a pain in the shoulder from... from I, I was tossing and turning in the campground. And 
It's hard when you're a, a side sleeper when you're in the campground because I, I don't know. I mean, I think that the air mattress was hard or something and I need to get... You used to have two mattresses. What happened to you? You used to have an air mattress and another mattress. Yeah. You should get a grip on things. My limbs have grown weak. Khalib, debility lays me down. Oh, yeah, I've been laid down by debility. Where am I? Yeah, I had a pain in my shoulder blade, probably from... I have broad shoulders, and I do a side sleeper in the campground. And Yeah, like, you you should use your reason to... to you, I thought you were intelligent. Uh, you should found a solution. Disordered lie the elements in the campground, erratic and uncontrolled. Disordered lie this podcast, erratic and uncontrolled. Disordered lie the elements, erratic, uncontrolled. Uh, yeah, I'm not claiming to that this podcast is under control, so... I mean, I'm saying that it's erratic and uncontrolled. And my limbs, uh, well, you keep your limbs, uh, your limbs have grown weak, but what about all that tennis practice and hiking? And they're still going weak? Oh, no. They shouldn't be. Okay. This was page, um, the poetry of Khalib from page 111 from the book, uh, the Selected Lyrics and Letters of Mezra Khalib by K.C. Kanda. Uh, and I usually read Rumi from Rumi Daylight at Daylight. It's not, it's not daylight. Oh, it, it is daylight, yeah. But it's not sunrise. No, but it's daylight, okay. But why are you baiting people with popular stuff? To... Yeah, this is podcast is just bait for my popularity. And why did you bait people? Hmm. Hmm. Well, if you're a seeker of religious knowledge, is no better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from page one fifty-eight in daylight, it says, "If a saint wears a veil of madness." In this podcast, will you who are blind recognize him? Yeah, if I put on a veil of madness uh, in this podcast, will you be able to recognize me? If a saint wears a veil of madness, will you who are blind recognize him? But if your intuitive eye is open, behold a commander under every stone. Yeah, if you had your third eye open, you would behold a... Commander under every stone. Yeah. Hmm. So, even if I wasn't a saint, that would imply that I'm a commander. Yeah. Two, book two, 2346. Knowledge is conventional and borrowed. When its owner is annoyed by people who aren't fascinated by it. Yeah. I'm annoyed when people... Yeah? Come in? Oh, one second, Amor. I'm, come, I'm opening it. I opened it. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I'm drinking this. Oh. No, it's still hot. I'm drinking it. Yeah, I will stop. Uh, I will stop and uh, more. I'm gonna stop and drink my chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. She says I. She's annoyed when I'm not fascinated by her chocolate. She says. Uh, Knowledge and this knowledge stuff is 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 conventional and bowed when its owner is annoyed by people who aren't fascinated by it. Yeah, this stuff like the Masnavi of Rumi is is uh, just conventional when its owner is annoyed by people who aren't fascinated by it, since it, it was learned as a bait for popularity. And not for enlightenment, the seeker of knowledge. Let me stop. Stop a second. Yeah, I'm saying I am no better than the seeker of worldly knowledge because I'm just doing this podcast as a bait for popularity since it was learned as a bait for popularity and not for enlightenment. The seeker of religious knowledge is no better than the seeker of worldly knowledge. He seeks to please the vulgar and the noble rather than to attain freedom from this world. Like a mouse, he has burrowed in every direction, afraid of the light. He prefers to work in darkness. Yeah, if I was to do this podcast in darkness, I would be no better than a seeker of worldly knowledge. Hmm. I think you confused... uh, I don't... I think you should reread that cause, and not be baiting people. Knowledge is conventional and borrowed when its owner is annoyed by people who aren't fascinated by it. Since it was learned as a bait for popularity and not for re- enlightenment, the seeker of religious knowledge is no better than the seeker of worldly knowledge. He seeks to please the vulgar and noble rather than to attain freedom from this world. Like a mouse, he has burrowed in every direction, afraid of the light. He prefers to work in darkness. 2,429. I enjoy the faces of listeners in this podcast. Dialectical knowledge, which is soulless, enjoys the faces of its customers. Full of energy in the dispute but dead and gone when there is no customer. My customer is God. He lifts me up, for God has purchased. Yeah, it's interesting that God has purchased uh, this podcast, uh, and he's lifted me up. (laughs) Yeah, when I do meditation, he lifts me up, and he's my primary customer in this podcast. Dialectical knowledge, which is soulless, enjoys the faces of his customers. Full of energy in the dispute, but dead and gone when there is no customer. Yeah, in theory, a podcast uh, isn't really meaningful in any way if it has no customer or no listeners. <laughs> or is it just... Uh, or if you just listen yourself, then I'm the customer, and then I become God. If I listen to this podcast, my customer is God. He lifts me up, for God has purchased this poem. 2,436. O oh Lord, truly, your grace is not for our work, 
but from your mysterious giving. Save us from what our own hands might do in this podcast. Save us from what our own hands might do. As in drinking chocolate, lift the veil, but do not tear it. Save us from the ego. Its knife has reached our bones. Oh, no. Yeah, my ego has cut all the way down into my bones. So. What is it? You, you know the internet. Do I have internet? Do I have internet? Sabe? Do I know if I have internet? I think I might have internet. Why do you have no internet? I don't. Oh, let us turn from ourselves to you instead of the internet. Who are nearer to us than ourselves? He's nearer, God's nearer than the internet in a way. Even this prayer is your gift to us. Even this podcast is your gift to us. How else has a rose garden grown from these asses? Yeah, this podcast is a rose garden, which has grown from the ashes. You sure you don't have internet? I'm not sure. It says internet. Yeah, when the little sign is up there, does that confirm that you have internet? Well, O oh Lord, truly, your grace is not from our work. Yeah, his grace would not be from my work, but from your mysterious giving. Save us from what our own hands might do. Lift the veil, but do not tear it. Yeah, lift, I'd like it if he lifted my veil, but didn't tear it. Hmm. Save us from the ego. Its knife has reached our bones. Uh, yeah, my ego is never... It's just so, like... Uh, I have to pray to God save me from my ego in this podcast. Who but you will break these chains? Let us turn from ourselves to you who are near to us than the internet. Who are nearer to us than ourselves. Even this prayer is your gift to us. Yeah, even this podcast and even this poetry is a gift to us. <laughs> and the chocolate and... Uh, do you have it, Amor? How? I don't get it. How else has the rose garden grown from these ashes? 2,443. Uh, how else would it? I don't know. I thought uh, we were in the perfect chronological conditions. Huh? What is it? Uh, do you know what the internet key is? Well, yeah. I might know if I check if it didn't change. Let me let me look look for it a second. We need a password like the to get into the higher planes. Okay. You want the password? No, but Naomi. Naomi. She, oh. Yeah. Okay. Sec, one second. I'll get the password to the, the five charged names to the higher planes. Okay. I don't know if the poetry is getting through with all the erratic noise. And, uh, 
it's all that racket going on and podcast and what's that stuff? Yeah, why is there so much racket? Well, <sighs> um, hmm. Through the window between heart and heart flashes the light that tells the truth in this podcast. Yeah, well, even so, like, sometimes you can get a flash of light. Through the window between art and art flashes the light that tells truth from lie 2462. Delusion is a divine curse that makes some envious, conceited, malicious, so that he doesn't know the evil he does will strike him back. If he could see his nothingness and his deadly festering wound, pain would arise from looking within, and the bad that pain would save him. Huh. Yeah, the pain could save me. Uh, the pain in my back. Uh, uh, instead of going out to tennis, I could sit in meditation. Delusion is a divine curse that makes someone envious, conceited, malicious, so that he doesn't know the evil he does. will strike him back. If he could see his nothingness and his deadly festering wound, pain would arise from looking within, and that pain would save him. All right, so if I could just see my nothingness, I could save myself. 2,513. To say you have no pain is like saying, I am God. Yeah, if I was to say that I don't have any pain and my knee was all better and I didn't have the pain in the back, and if I say I have no pain, it would be like saying, I am God. Uh, yeah, I could, if I would be God then. Also, do you have pain or are you God? Huh. To say you have no pain is like saying, quote, I am God, unquote. To say I, quote, I, at the wrong time is a curse. Yeah, if I say the word I at the wrong time, it's a curse. Yeah, if I was to say I am God at the wrong time, it's a curse. But if I was to sit in meditation for six hours, come out and say, I am God, it would be a gift from God. To say I at the right time is a gift to God. For Halajah, it was timely. For Pharaoh, a lie. Behead the rooster that crows too early. Yeah, if you crow about... If you do a podcast too early before having done adequate meditation, then the, the podcaster should be beheaded. Okay. Also, oh, you're for beheading podcasters. Who haven't meditated for three hours? Yeah. 2,521. To say you have no pain is like saying, quote, I am God. To say I at the wrong time is a curse. Yeah, if I ever think about I, it's a curse. To say I at the right time is a gift of good. For Halaj, ha, it was timely. Yeah, this guy, this guy uh, said, I am God, and he got into a lot of trouble. <laughs> He's a famous Sufi. For Halaj, it was timely. For Pharaoh, Allah, behead the rooster that crows too early. 2,521.
The faithful listen to this podcast willingly, intending the pleasure of God. The faithful bow willingly, intending the pleasure of God. The unbeliever worships God, but unwillingly, intending some other desire. Yeah, the unbelievers, they worship God, but unwillingly, intending some other desire. Yes, he keeps the king's fortress in good repair, but claims to be in command. 2,544. Yeah, I claim to be in command of this podcast. One who sees without distortion, free of prejudice, has light in the eyes. Self-interest blinds you and buries your knowledge in a grave. Lack of prejudice makes ignorance wise. Its presence makes knowledge perverse. Accept no bribe. And your sight is clear, act full selfishly, and you become blind and enslaved. Oh no. If I take any uh, bribes in this podcast... uh, and act selfishly. I could become blind and enslaved. Oh no. Self-interest blinds me. Huh. Huh. So I should have any prejudice uh, because it would make my ignorance wise. Oh yeah, but you said that you're an all subsets uh, universalist and you're not against anything. And that you follow all religions. Yeah, I'm a universalist podcaster. So I'm not prejudiced against any other religions. Oh, really? That makes this podcast wise. 2,540, 50. In this world you have become clothed and rich, but when you come out of this world, you how will you be? Yeah, how am I going to be? I'm like now clothed and rich, but when I come out... Uh, how will you be? Learn the trade that will earn you forgiveness in the world beyond. There's also traffic and trade. Beside those earnings, this world is just a play. As children embrace in fantasy intercourse or set up a candy shop, this world is a game. Night falls and the child comes home hungry without his friends. 2,593. Yeah, I used to play with the kids, and and you'd play very hard, and then nighttime would come, and you'd become home hungry, and you were tired and hungry, and you were basically just a pain in the ass for your parents. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is it, more? Oh. No, Didn't finish this, this chocolate? Now I have Hugo. Thanks some more. I'm sorry. Yeah, I came home and I didn't drink the pot chocolate fast enough. You should be more hungry. Okay. I came home. I used to come home hungry and a lot of kids were kids play very hard and they and I when they get to a certain age they're very hungry when night falls. Yeah, that's a pain in the ass for the parents, in a way. Yeah. Well, okay. 
Iblis asks, Can you tell a lie from the truth, you who are filled with illusion? Yet can I tell a lie from the truth, me who is filled with illusion? Ah, Muiwiya answered, The prophet has given a clue, a touchstone to know, the base coin from the true. Here's how you tell it. He has said, That which is false troubles the heart. Yeah. But the truth brings joyous tranquility. Yeah, so if this podcast is troubling to you, it's false. But if it's true, then it brings joyous tranquility. 2,732. People are finding no comfort in your, tru- in your lies and your tr- from your troubled heart. The troubled heart finds no comfort in lies. Water and oil kindle no flight. <laughs> Only truthful speech brings comfort. Truths are the bait that attract the heart. Hmm. The troubled heart finds no comfort in lies. Water and oil kindle no light. Only truthful speech brings comfort. For truths are the bait that attract the heart. 22735. When the heart becomes whole, it will know the flavors of falsehood and truth. When Adam's greed for the forbidden food increased, it robbed his heart of health. Discernment flies from one who is drunken with desire. He who puts down that cup lightens the inner eye, and the secret is revealed. Yeah, 2,738. Yeah, they say, if thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Or when are you going to read the Bible? You were going to read uh, selected quotes from the Bible. We're still waiting for that one. Or do you know what it means at all? Or, Everyone who delights in some act of devotion cannot bear to miss out on this podcast. Everyone who delights in some act of devotion cannot bear to miss these podcasts, even for a short while. Everyone who delights in some sort of action, some sort, some act of devotion, cannot bear to miss it, even for a short while. The disappointment and grief, that disappointment and grief are as a hundred prayers. What is ritual prayer compared with the glow of humble longings? Yeah, how do you compare it with just the glow of humble longings? 2769. In union with God. In union with God, of what value are signs? Huh. Yeah, what good is all this symbolism stuff if you are in union with God? (laughs) Yeah, what good are the words? In union with God, of what value are signs? The one who is blind to essence sees divine action through the attributes. Having lost the essence, he is limited to evidences. Yeah, the people who lost the essence there, all they have now is the Dead Sea Scrolls to look at. Those who are united with God are absorbed in the essence. How should they focus on his qualities when your head is submerged in the sea? How will your eye fall on the color of the water? 27, 28, 11. When you are called into his presence and then driven back to the threshold, 
Know it is your own doing, for sure. Yeah, my falling down is my own doing. Oh, no. It is foolishness to claim you were compelled, saying, quote, This is my predestined lot. Yeah, you are, it's foolish for you to, to keep claiming that you're stupid and unenlightened. Is claiming as you're predestined not to be. Yeah. It is foolish to claim you were compelled, saying, quote, this is my predestined lot, unquote. Why were you lucky yesterday? You yourself have blocked the giving. The worthy augment their lot. Yeah, I could be augmenting my lot instead of complaining all the time. I could be doing meditation. Why don't you do some tonight and get, try to get caught up? 28, 21. <laughs> In the campground, I was watching the trees swaying. It's astonishing with the wind how much uh, a tree sway. And think over the lifetime, uh, lifetime of a tree, how much it sways. Uh, and did the petals strut about? Yeah, the petals of the flowers were strutting about. Uh, were you longing for the embrace of that being who, whose very thought, invest the rose? Yeah, I am longing. I was longing to embrace that being. Well, did you welcome the morning breeze? <laughs> yeah. Were you beguiled by your flimsy faith? Yeah, I'm, I have faith in myself. But we did have a loving fire in the campground. Uh, what are you talking about? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a little more from, from uh, to see if it relates to anything from Kalib. He says, uh, 113. How soon she gets beguiled by their flimsy faith. The flowers are deriding the silly nightingale. Yeah, when we were there, the flowers were deriding the silly nightingale. As long as my wife's not beguiled by a flimsy faith. How soon she gets beguiled by their flimsy faith. The flowers are deriding the silly nightingale. There was a lot of silly nightingales. The birds sounded silly. <laughs> Welcome is the morning breeze, scattering freedom in the field. Wow. Yeah, I have the freedom to do this podcast. And I'm, I always welcome a morning breeze. <laughs> Welcome is the morning breeze, scattering freedom in the field. The buds have shaken off their bonds. The the petals strut and sway. Yeah, everything in the campground was strutting and swaying, it seemed like. Seems like you strut and sway in this podcast. No, the petals did. Huh? The trees. I have a picture. I mean, I, this is the kind of thing you don't experience living in the house or apartment or hotel. If you could see the petals and the trees swaying about in the wind. Uh, yeah, we didn't have rain, but we did have wind. Uh, ah, the lover fortunate, self-contented, self-entranced. 
Yeah, I don't think uh, if we could be self-contented and self-entranced. Yeah, she she talks about going to the farmhouse in Ohio, and I guess anything is possible in the middle of nowhere. If you're self-contented and self-entranced, reclining at the foot of Rose. Like it's gentle shade. Uh I don't know if I can recline at the foot of rose like it's gentle shade. Is there shade under a rose? It's hard enough to understand this poetry. Yeah, well, the book says uh, it's hard to understand, Kaleeb, so, yeah. Why do you read stuff that's hard to understand? Well, that's just the point. Oh, so you prefer poetry that you don't understand? Yeah, I mean, if I understood it, what good is it to me? Okay. They put me to embarrassment. Yeah, this podcast is embarrassing to me because I don't understand it. They put me to embarrassment in the vernal days. The heart drained of loving fire. The cup drained of ale. Yeah, and I guess if I don't have, I didn't even have any uh, zero alcohol beer. My cup was drained of ale. I had no ale at all. The heart drained of loving fire. Well, I don't know. Is my heart drained of loving fire in this podcast? How do I fill up my heart so it's not drained of loving fire? Well, that's the whole point. Is you, that's why you do meditation, you idiot. You do meditation, so your not heart is not drained of loving fire. The heart drained of loving fire. The cup drained of ale. Thinking it is your grace, hid behind the garden's face. Flower is feeling after flower, searching you in bush and vale. Hmm. Kaleeb. I am longing to embrace that being adored. That's is the end of story, so this is my the whole line of lines and I am longing to embrace that being adored. Who are you embracing? Who's that being? Huh. I am longing to embrace that being adored. Whose very thought invests the rose? With its velvet grace. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to invest in the rose, I guess. Uh, oh, that's nice. This is nice poetry, I would say. I could see why you read it. And you invest your time in this podcast, reading Kaleb, yeah. I could see that. Okay. Then, then it makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. That's why. That's the whole point of That's what I'm trying to say. A podcast without sincerity of the heart and soul is like herbs on the ash heap, oh friends. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I put sincerity of the heart and soul in this podcast. We go back to Rumi, a book, Basnavi, book two, 2840, says, Courtesy that comes to the tongue. Without sincerity of the heart and soul is like ashes, herbs on the ash heap. Oh, friends, look at that greenery from a distance and pass by. It isn't fit to eat or even smell. 
Hmm. <clears throat> Broken promises are the result of stupidity, faithfulness to to baj, the listening of the sound current to one's word is the practice of one who fears God with love. Rumi in line 2875 says, Broken promises are the result of stupidity. Faithfulness to one's word is the practice of one who fears God with love. Yeah, so you should be faithful to the bhajan practice which is the word of God. What? What's the word? I thought that was the Bible. No, it's not the Bible. The word of God is a like a sound current that's flowing out of the center of the universe called Logos. And you put, you put your fingers in your ears and you listen to it. Okay. Was that a promise that you'll be able to hear it? <laughs> Broken promises are the result of stupidity. Faithfulness to one's word practice. Word, one's word is the practice of one who fears God with love. So that would be the practice, yeah. So you've got to do practice, okay. If you scrutinize the labor of those who follow falsehood, you'll see that it stinks. Layer upon layer, like an onion, every effort more pithless than the next, while with the sincere... Every podcast is finer than the one before. Yeah, I'm so my podcasts are sincere, and everyone is finer than the one before. Rumi says on 2900, he says, If you scrutinize the labor of those who follow falsehood, you'll see that it stinks. Layer upon layer, like an onion, every effort more pithless than the next. While with the sincere, every effort is finer than the one before. This is a good question, like, is one's meditation, every meditation, finer than the one before? Huh. Huh. I don't know if you follow an accumulation theory of spirituality. <laughs> Something, someone, the wrong podcast and hope that it might be right. Well, some people want this podcast in hope that it will be right. Uh, well, there's something could be right in this podcast. <laughs> Romy in line 2928 says, Nothing shows up false without the true. The false took false coin, hoping it might be gold. If there were no genuine coin in the world... How would it be possible to pass fakes? Unless there is truth, how could there be lies? Falsity gets its value from the existence of truth. Some want the wrong and hope that it will be right. Huh. Yeah, I, I want the wrong and hope that it will be right. You want the wrong? Some want the wrong. Huh. Well, yeah, how can you tell? Truth and truth. How can there be? How can you tell with true unless there's the fakes? Uh, oh, this fakeness. <laughs> yeah, you need fake podcasts to tell, to differentiate from uh, from true podcast. Yeah. 
Oh, is this a true one or a false one? Well, some want the wrong in hope that it will be right. Some want this podcast in hope that it will be right. Yeah, some do want it. So. Truth is the night of power hidden amid the other nights, so the soul may try each one. Not all nights are the night of power, yet all nights aren't empty of it either. All right, so not every single night is a night of power, yet all nights aren't empty of it either. 2,935. Oh, I think the night of power is when, like, uh, Muhammad went up and uh, took a ride. <laughs> he went on a, a spiritual voyage uh, up into this cosmic universe. <laughs> Muhammad did, yeah. But this saying, what saying that not uh, all nights aren't empty of the night of power, which means every single meditation can have some power in it. Really? So every time you sit in meditation, aren't empty. They're not empty. And they have the night of power. It's powerful. So don't say that it's not. Okay. Are you saying that every time you meditate, it has, they aren't empty? <laughs> yeah, my meditations aren't empty. They are, they, uh, not all meditations aren't empty of it either. Not all nights are the night of power, yet all nights aren't empty of it either. Yeah, they have a, I have a little power in this podcast. So... So it's not all just <laughs> empty. It's not empty. Then why are you keep saying that it's not empty as if it is empty? If it if it in fact is empty, then you keep saying it's not empty because it is empty. Okay. All right. Well, it's not completely empty. All right. Well, what's that's the pontante. It if not for the frailty things in the world, every fool would be a shrewd merchant. Then it would be easy to know the value of goods. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy to know the value of goods. If not for the fat, faulty things in the world, every fool would be a shrewd merchant. Then it would be easy to know the value of goods. Yeah, it's hard to know. When we go shopping, it's it's not easy to know the value of things when you go shopping because you have to pry around and use a lot of time to to do a com comparison. Oh, mommy! Hi, mommy. She's got some valuable things, uh, clothing that she wears to church. Uh, so it would be easy. Yeah, like it, it's not easy for us to find something, the value of goods, unless there's faulty things in the world. Uh, every fool. I could be a shrewd merchant. <laughs> hmm. 2,939. The sky so beautiful and glorious, God said, quote, turn, then turn thy gaze again towards it, unquote. Oh, wait a minute, he's telling me to look again at the sky? As regards this roof of light, don't be content with just one look. Yeah, like if you have one experience and deep experience in meditation, uh, 
don't just meditate one time and you got to keep looking <laughs> look many times see are there any flaws since he has told you to look often at this excellent roof examining it for flaws know then how much discernment the dark earth needs uh, yeah you need a lot of discernment like you can reach enlightenment and then you have to then look again and reach it again yeah you can't just enlightenment's not something you reach once and quit yeah the sky so beautiful and glorious god said then turn your gaze again towards it as regards this roof of light don't be content with just one look look many times see are there any flaws since he has told you to look often at this excellent roof examining it for flaws know then how much discernment the dark earth needs yeah, the dark earth needs a lot of discernment, like the people, a student of spirituality needs a lot of discernment, or he's not going to get it, so that's why there's so much work to be done in mysticism. Poem to line 2946 of book two, Masnavia Rumi. Yeah, I was saying there's a lot of difficulties of going to Chicago in, like, the winter. There's also difficulty going in the summer. Yeah, it's too hot in the summer and too cold in the winter. <laughs> Rumi says so. The difficulties of winter and autumn, the heat of summer, spring like the spirit of life, winds and clouds and lightning, all these help to make distinctions clear. So the dust-colored earth may bring forth all it holds in its heart, whether ruby or dull stone. Uh, hmm. Yeah, the reason they have all this stuff and is so it'll bring out the bring out this clear distinctions of my dust-colored body, so I can bring forth all that holds in my heart. So, so I I have to be tormented by heat and cold. Really? Huh. The difficulties of winter in Chicago, and the difficulty of winter and autumn, and the heat of summer, spring like the spirit of life, winds and clouds and lightning, all these help to make distinctions clear. So the dust-colored earth in the farmhouse in Ohio may bring forth all it holds in its heart, whether ruby or dull stone. Yeah. Well... All that's just to bring out the dullness in this podcast. Uh, the winter and the summer, it helps me to bring out uh, the dull junk in this podcast. Yeah. That's book two, 2,951. The high God lays upon our body, O lion-hearted, heat and cold and grief and pain, fear and hunger and poverty and illness, all for this all. So the soul's true coin may be seen and used. Oh my goodness. Why do I have to go through this? Weighs upon our body, heat and cold. Is that why I have to take both a hot and a cold shower and experience grief and pain? Oh no. Fear and hunger and poverty and illness, all for the soul. I don't want to experience those things. So the soul's true coin may be seen and used. 
But you didn't said you don't want to experience those things? No. All for the soul. But what about the soul? Well, how are you going to get to the soul and find the true coin? I don't know. The high God lays upon our body, O oh, lion-hearted, heat and cold and grief and pain, fear and hunger and poverty and illness, all for the soul. So the soul's true coin may be seen and used. Oh, how am I going to use a true coin? Yeah, I don't know. Is that the Bitcoin or is it a sitcoin? I know you've theorized about having sit and meditation coins. Uh, sit coin? It, which one is true? <laughs> Give him milk, mother of Moses, then cast him into the water. Don't be afraid of putting him to the test. Whatever drank, whoever drank that milk in pre-eternity distinguishes the true milk here, just as Moses knew his own mil mother's milk. Yeah, I don't know if I drank any milk in pre-eternity. I know pre-eternity is something that uh, comes up and uh, I don't know if it's uh, Ibarabi or somebody and there's a lot of in, in, um, in theology or in Islamic theology, pre-eternity. What happened before eternity? Yeah, well you can drink milk there. <laughs> Well, Masnavi 2,969. Be warm, you who are cool, that heat may come. Bear difficulties, that ease may come. Yeah, well, if we bear the difficulties, the ease may come. We have difficulties, and then the ease comes after we bear the difficulties, like... Uh, Hmm. You are cool, that heat may come. Be warm, bear difficulties, that ease may come. Well, it got easier once we got home and took down the tent, and we had to do the wash. And uh, it's—I mean, it clearly is easier in the casa, in the house, than in the campground, but. Uh, Especially with cooking and going to the bathroom. 3,011. These podcasts always fall short of, of finding the meaning in mysticism. What? Yeah, you always fall short and... And telling your wife how beautiful she is. Yeah, okay. Expression always falls short of meaning. The prophet said, quote, Whoever knows God, his tongue falters. Speech is an astrolabe in its reckoning. How much does it really know of the sky and the sun? Or that sky which holds this heaven as a speck, and that sun which shows... This sun to be a grain of sand. Oh my God. Now they're saying in science. Uh, yeah, our sun is just a little speck in the universe. Yeah, that's uh, that's coming out to be true. What happened? How did Rumi know that? <laughs> 3013. 
When it comes to human essences, the foundation of these buildings were built. No, there are differences. Neither is one person's life like another. Nor is any death the same. Never think anyone's grave is similar. How indeed shall I describe the difference that exists among souls in that other world? Put your work to the touchstone as you, you work. Yeah, actually it's interesting because uh, Mohammed says at one point that you should enjoy the differences between people. <laughs> he says people are different. Oh, so then they should be uh, interest accepting in the differences. And so, oh, so does that mean that they love, love all people and they enjoy the different kinds of people and all that stuff. Yeah, when it comes to human essences, the foundation of these buildings were built. Buildings we build, no, there are differences. Neither is one person's life like another. Yeah, everybody seems to be unique. Nor is any death the same. Never think anyone's grave is similar. How indeed shall I describe the difference that exists among souls in that other world? Put your work to the touchstone as you work. 3022. Oh, happy the soul that saw its own faults. Huh. I guess if I saw my faults, uh, I would be happy. Huh? Why would you be happy if you saw your faults? Uh -huh. Oh, happy the soul that saw its own faults. And if anyone mentioned a fault, wished eagerly to take responsibility. For half of each person has always belonged to the realm of fault. But the other half belongs to the realm of the unseen. Huh. Yeah, half of my faults uh, belong to the realm of the unseen in this podcast. Yeah, so I don't take blame for half of my faults. Uh -huh. huh. Why aren't you? I thought you were supposed to see your own faults and take Ay, the blame. Amor. What's going on? Amor, yo te puedo pedir un favor. Por, por favor? Por favor. You need a por favor? Okay. What do you need, Kiero? I'm half faults, you know. I have my faults, so I don't know. What to Kiero? Okay, Kiero. Wow, she's in red, in a red dress, so. It's, qu it's half of my fault is to like her red dress. <laughs> oh, happy this old is also in faults, and if anyone mentioned a fault, wished eagerly to take responsibility. Yeah, I'm eager to take responsibility for half of each person has always belonged to the realm of fault. But the other half belongs to the realm of the unseen. Yeah, half of the faults I have are belong to the negative power and he, he has to take responsibility. <laughs> it's not my fault. What? It's God's fault. He, he's the one who caused all half of the problems. <laughs> What? What is this pay favor, Amor? 3,034? Hmm. Necesito. Your necesita? I wonder what you need. Huh? Your hair is wet. It's mojado. Yeah. Uh. Since you have ten sores on your head, you must apply the medicine to yourself. Oh. Yeah, I had to put on my, uh, I need to put on a blocker, sunblock, uh, to myself. 
Recognize your own illness is the right remedy when you repent and are humbled. It is then the right time to obey the prophet's command. Have mercy. Huh. Why should I have mercy? I have to obey the prophet's command have mercy? Why didn't he have mercy on me? Huh. I have to have mercy? Yeah, well, you said in the previous part of this podcast that you were God, so... Why don't you have mercy on yourself? Uh, or why don't you have mercy on somebody else? Or why don't you obey the prophet's command to have mercy? Or why don't you try to understand this poetry? Okay. 3036. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, you should have mercy on this podcaster. Okay.